0: We have finished recording um, the whole section one, finally, of trains. So do you think we should just throw it out the window and then just only go into Berg and Carson?
1: I mean, that makes the most sense, don't you think? Yes. I don't know how to, like, figure out where we left off because I'm really bad at reading. Holy shit. There's a cat in here.
0: How'd it get in? I don't know, man.
1: I don't know. There's a cat in the wall with me, he's dancing on the power strip, it's going to be interesting.
0: With so much out there to distract us, it's no surprise that something came along to shift our gear, so let's switch tracks cause everything's great, nothing is wrong.
1: I haven't done anything. I've been in this weird rut, oh. like in a physical, actual gutter.
0: <laughs> yeah, last time you were in like super pain, has that, okay. that subsided?
1: A little. I mean, the pain was repla- replaced by uh, apathy, which has now um, evolved into depression. So oh. it's like, um, even though I'm not in as much physical pain as normal, I am still incapable of functioning as a human or cricket therefore I've done nothing I I haven't done any of my work or homework (gasps) or housework um what other types of work are there
0: um sex
1: no I haven't done sex work in years
0: (laughs) that's the only other work I know nice it's the only life I know is that what people
1: mean when they say work it
0: hmm is this a common occurrence do you cycle through it or
1: I mean, probably in yeah. in my past, I used to think that I was not depressed and that I just wanted to sleep forever ever. And that was maybe a form of lucid narcolepsy. <laughs> but I feel like that's probably untrue and that I've been depressed for like 20 years or 200 years rather. <laughs> you're Who such knows? an old soul. I forgot. I know. I know. And you're such a young uh, like a. I could tell that you're young, even though you can't age. Mm-hmm. You know, because the steel exterior. <laughs> I could
0: tell you're a 20-something <laughs> by the, the sheer coat of paint. I don't know what's going on. Oh, oh, there was an update um, to the story. Uh,
1: like a new post?
0: She, 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 not a new post, but she changed the title of Forever Now.
1: <gasps> what?
0: Well, or she amended it, rather. So now the first part. Before we were reading part one, section one.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now she's changed it to
0: "Forever Now," edge, edge of, of destiny. destiny. Nice. So that's the part one. Nice. Um, I'm
1: confused. Is are the other parts already done? Because it says "Edge of Destiny" is in progress.
0: Right. So part one's still the only one in progress. So it's a three book, three novel set, and we're only. One chapter slash section (laughs) into the first of the trilogy. We're like Katniss hasn't even left the hunger city or...
1: I've never... Don't even know what you're talking about.
0: (laughs) I'm trying to relate to our youth listeners. Um, Yeah, the kids. kids Harry Potter is still in the muggle town. Like, that's how far we are in, in trains.
1: That's way too early. Yeah. That's so much... I mean... I feel like there's still that un um unexplained entry intro whatever the word is. The mm-hmm. stuff about the little boy and his dad in the cockpit? Yeah. What like what the fuck? What yeah. is that? She really What's set us on? up
0: in a in a weird framing device that you wouldn't expect from a Thomas fanfic.
1: No. No one expected it.
0: I am curious. I mean, also the accident obviously um is the main thing, but the whole airplane beginning i f- i I hope it's a reasonable prologue and not just some sort of sentimental f- fuel <clears throat>
1: i don't think trains can fly planes
0: well there were there was a movie about that with uh john candy is that his name
1: mm, yeah where he he drives an automobile and tries to beat the planes and the ana- anamorphic anthropomorphic trains so maybe this know. is just
0: a spin-off of that anthropomorphic movie
1: yeah, it was called Forever Now, Planes, Automobiles, and Trains.
0: Oh, there's an update from nine hours ago.
1: What? How are you even, like, knowing these things?
0: I, I'm very fastidious in my research. Damn. It, it begins. I am the opposite. Hold on to your lug nuts. It's time <laughs> for an overhaul. And then I guess that's a mask reference. Because oh. she says the mask was pretty stupid in general, but that part absolutely cracked me up. Anyway, it says, "Please note know. that section three is currently under construction." This is one of the downfalls of being a work in progress, or witnessing Rome being built. <laughs> 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 That's the equivalent I would I would associate yeah. with this. Yeah, so basically, Forever now is Rome. But oh, she has a name for the next couple parts.
1: Yeah, they all have names now. Oh, twisted so- fates
0: and the power of love. She. She already knows the names of the second books? Oh, my gosh. Sorry. You're way ahead of me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we're still edging of destiny. We're still
0: edging. Oh, no. We're edging destiny. And
1: when we're finally done with that, we're going to start twisting our fates. And then after that, it's the power of love, which I think is illegal to say.
0: (laughs) Two days ago, there's a status update. Forever Now, trilogy series. What am I reading? She...
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yep. I don't know. I think we should read Forever Now colon, Edge of Destiny comma section two. Which is part one, section two. I it's I think this is actually better. So okay. having me part one, part two, part three. Now she's calling it Edge of Destiny. Yeah. And I think I okay. appreciate that.
0: It's better for us, but I think yeah. the, uh, the layers are missing. So you wanna read section two?
1: Yeah, it's the Bergen-Carson show, obvious. Okay. Oh, is it? Yeah, dude. Oh, it's bergen Carson. Okay.
0: That makes me so much excited. Um, yeah, it
1: should, because it's the best. That's oh. all people care about. All of our two listeners, um, thank you <laughs> for so, writing I'm in sure. to everythingspodcast at com. We really appreciate you telling us that we should not ad-lib anymore. We should only read Forever Now by Tank Engine Romantic, <laughs> and I completely agree. You are so right you just hit that nail so hard on the head as if you were a um railroad worker driving those oh go ahead no, no
0: that was such a good analogy that driving the stake into the i was just uh, yeah railroad ties you.
1: yeah so you hit the railroad tie on the head fyi <laughs> which i know that there's no w but i like to pronounce fyi fui. Mm. me and the farmer just call it fui. Instead of saying FYI, because that's actually a long, that takes too many syllables to say.
0: That's true. It's longer than saying for your information.
1: Yeah, F- FYI, like you have to like think about what that that says. And it's letters. almost all the
0: bad letters.
1: It is. I mean, you might as well put a W in there. So I call it Fui. Fui. Yeah. That's how I tell people I'm I'm about to give you information. Fui. <laughs> hey, Fui. <fwee>. Forever <laughs> Now has changed from Part One to Edge of Destiny. Fui. <laughs> and then they know, they know that it's happening to them. That Do they the...
0: ever get like scared Never. when you say that? It sounds like nope. you're casting a spell.
1: No, they think it's just some charming like tick that I have because I'm a cricket. That <laughs> they're like, oh, it's like how you know cows say moo and ducks say quack. Crickets she says fwee, fwee, fwee. Yeah, that's me giving you important information on the level. statum. Previously on Forever Now, I just... Thomas and Ashima were tied in the race. Sir Topham allowed for Ashima to stay in Thomas's garage, and they got real close after some 20 questions.
0: Nailed it. First try. Yep, first
1: try. <laughs> one, in, I know. one and done. That's why they call me one-time cricket.
0: <laughs> I can't even.
1: <laughs> You're welcome. See, aren't you glad that we're doing this, even though we were going to not do this?
0: Yeah, no. You, you, you suggested not doing it and then changed your mind. I don't know what you want me to do.
1: Well, I was the one who was like, oh, man, I'm probably going to fail at life and never eat again if I don't do the thing. And I didn't do the thing, but I put together a shelf. So that's close enough. I feel like I'm productive now.
0: Yeah. I think that that's enough. all you can do is put a shelf together once in a while. And that's life.
1: That's true. Well, let's do the shit. Okay. Forever now, Edge of Destiny, section two. Meanwhile, back at the medical facility on the mainland,
0: did Sir Topham say anything about who Ashima is exactly?
1: Doctor Berg asked Doctor Carson a little while later. Thomas had been sleeping off the morphine soundly, and now they were hanging out inside the office, waiting for Tom. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: no! Are you sure you're depressed <laughs> and fuck? not just like del delirious? <laughs>
1: All of the above okay. I mean I have I have taken two focused in today so I'm wow. I'm on top of this man <laughs> <clears throat> who Dr. Berg asked dr. Carson a little while later Thomas had been sleeping off the morphine soundly and now they were hanging out inside the office waiting for T- Sir Topham to arrive Dr. Berg slowly sipped a cup of coffee as he thought no he didn't elaborate I told him he asked for her and he said that he'd bring a that that was it why?
0: Oh, I don't know, just the way he acted, something, in the way he cried.
1: He blinked and thought.
0: Ah, well, it was more than likely nothing.
1: He said passively, taking another sip from his mug. (sighs) I know what you're thinking, and I bet my entire year's salary that it was nothing. That's how positive I am.
0: Dr. Carson chuckled boldly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, the cat knocked over like a whole shelf. (laughs) Wait, what? The shelf you built? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. no. Dr. Carson chuckled boldly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All that effort. I feel like this is like a Sisyphean task right now.
1: Oh, no. That's like that guy from Soli. (laughs) Yep.
0: Sisyphus of Soli. (laughs)
1: <laughs> god damn it a
0: chrisapian task
1: <laughs> a glover glovering task
0: no just the glover
1: mm. mother glover
0: <laughs> this is the most uh concentrated form of storytelling <laughs> that there is
1: <laughs> yes it's called a yarn <laughs> it's because the threads are so tightly wound together
0: and you can't undo them
1: nope never Dr. Carson chuckled boldly.
0: Engines don't fall <laughs> in love. <laughs> oh, no. Is it hot? I don't think so.
1: No, it's cold now. Okay. It's winter. That's how time flies when you're having tank engine sex. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. It's probably really cold. No. They're I cold mean, bodies. They're metal. Oh, metal bodies. gross!
1: But I mean, if they're moving, like they're they're mm. not dead, so they're chugging along. <laughs> they're not dead. Yeah, Atlas but if you're wearing chug. like
0: a a tortoise shell, a tortoise doesn't have it. It's a cold-blooded. Are oh. they cold-blooded?
1: Well, I don't know because they have blood. They have
0: blood. As we, as know we know that. that. Is it cold?
1: I forget what they called that procedure that happened last time. Surgery. <laughs> no, there was a special word.
0: Uh. Cardiac,
1: Intracorallio. Corral- <laughs> Remember, like he—he he taught. He was all like worried because he had never done it before on a train, boy. <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> never
0: done it on a little British boy before.
1: He's never done it to a Britisher prior to that time.
0: Um, you're Doctor Carson.
1: <laughs> oh fuck! <clears throat> Sorry. No, it's okay. I'm the worst at this. I know what you're thinking, and i bet my entire year's salary that it was nothing. That's how positive I am. Dr. Carson chuckled boldly. Engines don't fall in love. Period. End of story. He (laughs) emphasized. Don't even go down that road again. We've been through this already.
0: I suppose. You are a fatalist, though.
1: He looked over at Dr. Carson knowingly. He rolled his eyes before responding. I'm a realist, not a fatalist. I just accep- accept the truth better than you do, that's all.
0: Oh, I accept it. It just takes more to convince me that something is cold, objective fact instead of warm, malleable fiction.
1: He grinned sardonically.
0: I like to hold out hope.
1: Well, you hold on to your hope, and I'll hold on to my year's salary, he smirked brazenly. Dr. Burke chuckled dryly as he looked at the clock. <laughs>
0: we should head out to the front entrance. They're not going to know where to go, and I want to brief them before letting them in to see him. They should be here any time now.
1: Good thinking, Dr. Carson replied and followed him out of the office. They made their way out to the front entrance, settling into a couple of chairs situated in the front of the two large sliding glass doors over the main set of tracks leading into the facility. The glass was privacy glass, making it difficult to see more than vague shapes on the outside. They sat in silence as Dr. Berg sipped his second cup of coffee, and Dr. Carson absently played with a pen in his hand. It couldn't have been more than ten minutes when they suddenly saw the blurred outline of an engine approaching the doors. <laughs>
0: Our dear two listeners, I'm subbing in today to beseech you, on behalf of Cricket, to pledge to Cricket's Dementia Fund. I think it's become exceedingly clear to all three of us that something is disturbingly wrong. If you need further proof, previously on previously on forever now.
1: Previously on Forever Now, Edge of Destiny, Thomas the Tank Engine was undergoing surgery at the Barrow Medical Center with Dr. Berg and Dr. Carson. I don't know when... Okay, time-wise, when when was the last one? <laughs> Which story did we read last? Was it the, the surgery one or was no, it the kissing
0: one? No, it was uh, Thomas and Ashima played 20 oh. questions.
1: I don't remember that at all. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Previously on Forever Now, Edge of Destiny, we, wait, what, which one was the last? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, my brain. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in a race and then they played 20 questions, which I don't remember. And then they kissed. Yeah. They kiss?
0: Uh, I think they kiss. Yeah. Oh. Cause we were like surprised it happened so soon.
1: Oh, I don't remember this whatsoever. Okay. Previously on Forever Now, Edge of Destiny, Thomas and Nishima got very close after their race that sounds <laughs> After the shunting, oh my god, all this sounds disgusting. Previously on Forever Now, Edge of Destiny, we left Thomas the Tank Engine. Okay, oh, should I should what? I say that? What is it illegal to say Thomas the Tank Engine? <laughs> no, okay. I didn't know. If we were is just. The- This is the worst previously
0: section ever. I know. Just cut it all out, man. (laughs) Okay. No. And probably the most egregious error is this.
1: Wait, I'm gonna. I have to really quick download a a person picture, (laughs) a human that will remind me what Dr. Berg sounds like. And I got it. Perfect. Um, I'm Dr. Berg, right?
0: I, no, I'm Berg, you're Carson
1: No, that doesn't sound right Oh yeah, no, you're correct Sorry, I get real <laughs> confused About my life I and can't believe... what's happening uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's like your seminal role in this universe Is to play Dr. Carson, you can't remember
1: What's seminal mean?
0: Uh, foremost and stuff
1: Oh, like semen yeah. Mm. Yeah. Got it
0: As you can hear There's not much time. Anything you can give, please send your pledges to everythingspodcast at gmail.com so we can get her into the nearest Alexi's discount care home. Thank you for your support.
1: It couldn't have been more than ten minutes when they suddenly saw the blurred outline of an engine approaching the doors.
0: Just keep going, a shame on they'll open automatically for us.
1: They heard from the other side. They looked at each other, and then back at the front as the door slowly slid to the side. Stunned wouldn't adequately describe the two slack-jawed men looking back at the engine that had just pulled into the front entrance. Dr. Carson's hand involuntarily opened around his pen as it dropped to the floor, and if London could be powered by smugness, it would shine brightly for a month off of the grin that spread across Dr. Berg's face. He slowly set his cup down on the ground next to his chair.
0: That is a that's like our first real like analogy metaphor. I feel like this is
1: this is a I feel like this is a very important milestone (laughs) for tank
0: engine romantic. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That was a beautifully crafted. Is it an an analogy or a metaphor?
0: Uh, I I think it's an analogy.
1: Ah, Manalogy. Boop, boop,
0: <laughs> it's anal- it's an-, an analogy.
1: Analogous Monology <laughs> She was the most beautiful and intriguingly unique tank engine they had ever seen. <laughs> with a face that personified female Indian perfection and paintwork that rivaled the Taj Mahal. If you happen to be a young, good-looking male tank engine who also happened to go for that sort of thing, the idea <laughs> of her might just be the kind of thing that would keep you up at night. Dr Berg leaned over slightly towards Dr Carson, whose hand and jaw still hung open and whose gaze was fixed on the fro- fixed frozen on the t- tracks and whose gaze was fixed frozen on the tracks in front of him.
0: You can just set up direct deposit into my account for the next year and label the transaction hope.
1: He said as he pushed himself up out of the chair and walked to meet them as they approached. They were both obviously concerned as Sir Topham jumped out out of her cab, before she had—wait—is he oh, inside of her?
0: Tomo's inside her right <laughs> oh now. Oh my
1: god! This is so <laughs> fucked up. Oh god. Okay. Uh, how did the
0: train come up to the door? Are there are tracks that lead into the hospital. There,
1: yeah, there's tracks that go through sliding door glass doors.
0: So why are they surprised that there's a train using no, the train No, it's tracks? a
1: train hospital. <laughs> <It's a> tra- <laughs> Borrow medical facilities—a train hospital. <laughs> what the fuck they were both obviously concerned as sir topham jumped out of her cab before she had even had a chance to fully stop and so he regrouped quickly to the task at hand reminding himself that this could all go very wrong and end badly thomas might die that was just the bottom line but he refused to accept anything shy of positive right now
0: hello you must be sir topham
1: he said extending his hand out toward the short, portly man, dressed to the nines in a black suit and top hat. There was just something about him that said he owned a railway.
0: Dr. Berg, nice to meet you.
1: How is he? Sir Topham asked, giving his hand a firm handshake. Wait, fuck. (laughs) Sir Topham asked, giving his hand a firm shake. Where is he? Ashima sapped a little, too forcefully. Dr. Berg's brow rose in surprise interest.
0: Ouch, she's got some spunk in her <laughs> gross <laughs> Oh my god.
1: <laughs> it's Sir Topham's cum
0: inside. <laughs> <her>. <laughs> that's
1: that's not good.
0: <laughs> sorry. She's got some spunk in her.
1: He thought as he turned slightly to catch doctor Carson in his peripheral. She closed her eyes and took in a breath. I am very sorry, Doctor Berg. Please forgive me. Her eyes opened to look at him, and he noticed that she was clenching her jaw as her voice gave out, ever so slightly at the end. Please don't tell me that. He held up his hand to stop her.
0: Please don't apologize or jump to conclusions yet.
1: He stated firmly.
0: You must be Ashima."
1: She saw a kindness in his eyes as she studied him, <laughs> desperately trying to read something. Anything off of him as to the severity of the situation. Yes was all she tightly said, afraid that if she went any farther, she wouldn't be able to hold back the franti- frantic deluge of tears she was fighting so hard to keep at bay.
0: Oh, It's a pleasure to meet you, Ashima. More than anything else, he wanted to see you, so I'm hoping you'll be able to cheer him up for me.
1: He said calmly as he, as he smiled at her. It wouldn't help matters any to get her worked up, which he sensed would happen rather quickly if he didn't choose his ca- words Very, very carefully. Why don't we
0: talk as we go?
1: He said and looked between her and Sir Topham. Sir Topham gestured for him to lead.
0: And this is Dr. Carson.
1: He said as Dr. Carson stood up out of his chair and joined them. He waited for him to formally greet Sir Topham with a handshake and Ashima with a nod before continuing.
0: We will be taking care of your engine and friend for you.
1: I don't... Oh, okay. I don't. I was like, why is he saying engine and friend? But like, he's the engine of uh, Sir Topham's engine and Ashima's friend. Got it, got it, got it. It's very weird. mm, It's a weird weird.
0: dynamic.
1: It's a weird thing to like cater to a train. (laughs) Yep. His gaze shifted momentarily to Ashima.
0: I'm not going to try and sugarcoat things. We have a lot of work ahead of us.
1: He finished soberly as they started down the long hallway.
0: Damn. Wait. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Damn.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Southern Southern Britishers are the best. Sir Topham sighed, walking alongside Dr. Carson.
0: How could this have happened? He knew about the damaged rails on the main line. I made sure of it.
1: Is it me? Am I Dr. Carson? Yeah, <laughs> yes, Carson. Sorry, I'm Carson. Okay. <laughs> Accidents happen, sir, Dr. Carson replied. We've just never seen one of this gravity yet. Your engine is making history. He tried to add <laughs> he tried adding to lighten things up a bit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that side matter of Dr. Carson is much desired. <laughs> I'm glad that all of our characters are finally coming together in one place. I know! This it's is so much payoff. easier. Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. No. We should have definitely um, copied and pasted this into a script thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But then we would have known that T- Sir Topham looks like he must own a railway.
1: Well, I assume he looks like the Monopoly man now. <laughs> That's
0: true. Like a really fat one. fatter one. one. Yeah. hmm Yeah. We got him. Nailed. Well, I just don't understand...
1: He said perplexed as he gestured in confusion.
0: I mean, Thomas is known to some do some stupidly dangerous things now and again, but there are always things he chooses to do. What was he thinking? You could see the damage rails a half kilometer away.
1: Dr. Berg was next to Ashima, following the two in the lead a few paces back. He looked over at her and noticed she was biting her bottom lip, hard to keep it from quivering as tears rimmed around her eyes. He had a feeling he knew exactly what his mind was on when the accident happened. When the accident happened! (laughs) Their patient was definitely more to her than just a friend, but for some reason she seemed like she was trying to hide it. He quickened his step.
0: Hey, Bill.
1: He said, swatting Dr. Carson on the arm.
0: Why don't you and Sir Topham go to the cafe for a bit, and you can start briefing him there. It's much more comfortable than the office, and there's espresso!
1: He added enticingly,
0: I'm going to go ahead with her so she can get this over with,
1: he said under his breath, so no one but Dr. Carson could hear. This must be a really nice medical facility. Yeah. They have a cafe. Oh, my God.
0: I know. I want the Carson <laughs> Topham cafe scene where they're just like, oh, my God. Chatting about yes. Croissants.
1: I have no doubt in my mind that that's going to be a part of this um, anthology. I can't wait. Me too. Dr. Carson nodded and veered off down the side hallway with Sir Topham towards the cafe. Come with me. Dr. Berg looked at Ashima and motioned with his head for her to follow him. He led her down the hall a bit further, and then to the left where the tracks made a Y in the floor, through another set of large sliding doors. He waited until the doors shut automatically behind them, then looked at her.
0: All right.
1: He said compassionately.
0: Let it all out.
1: She looked at him and he could tell that she was on the verge of caving. Let what out? She said in an attempt to strengthen her resolve. Dr. Berg sighed.
0: If you don't do it now, you will as soon as you see him.
1: I I don't know what you mean. Her voice cracked as her eyebrows furrowed.
0: Ashima, I'm a doctor and a scientist. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're learning so much. Right, I'm sorry. <laughs> Dr. Berg is a doctor, a scientist, and
0: and I <laughs> and I have a wife at home that I love more than anything else. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you go, this train base. Dr. Berg's compassionate <laughs> side. <laughs>
1: I know. We didn't expect this so early on in Forever I Now. Have,
0: I didn't it, not make him a gruff doctor scientist. Okay. Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, he has such so many dimensions today. <laughs> He's a really fleshed out protagonist, as far as I'm
0: concerned. <clears throat> I'm a doctor and a scientist, and I have a wife at home that I love more than anything else on this earth.
1: He said, as her face twisted in anguish, as soon as she heard the word love.
0: You're not fooling me, so just let it out now instead of by Thomas.
1: Thomas, she sobbed as the floodgates burst open and she began (laughs) crying forcefully. Why? She (laughs) groaned. Sorry. Why? Why? She groaned angrily around her tears as her sorrow consumed her. Just last night. She whispered brokenly before her voice gave out to more sobs. Dr. Berg felt his own tears pressing as she cried. He could feel how much she loved him, and it tore his heart out with every sob.
0: I don't know why, Ashima.
1: He said slowly, blinking hard to keep them at bay.
0: But I do know that he needs you to be strong right now. The operation we're going to attempt is incredibly complex. And completely experimental.
1: <laughs> I thought they already did the surgery. Me too.
0: Is the whole first part <laughs> a surgery?
1: Yeah, maybe they they have to do another surgery.
0: Business practice to, to do a completely experimental surgery.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I guess even though there's tracks in Barrow Medical Facility, they don't have a lot of trains to operate on. <laughs> Sorry.
0: <clears throat> the operation we're going to attempt is incredibly complex and completely experimental. Doctor Carson and I, as well as Thomas, need you to drive his will to live so that he makes it through this.
1: You're you're going to operate. Her voice quivered. Is that dangerous?
0: Yes, Ashima. It's very dangerous. He sighed. He sighed. Wait. <laughs> he sighed. <laughs> Yes, Ashima. It's very dangerous.
1: Sighed. We have
0: to induce a coma, not knowing how a system will react to it.
1: She blinked as more tears formed. Well, what's the worst that could happen? Oh, wait. <laughs> no, Sorry, I totally mis misgaged that. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's... The... <laughs> What's the I worst know? that could happen?
0: Okay, yeah, what? <laughs> it's a <colorless>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. okay.
1: Well, what's the worst that could happen? One tortured gaze met another as he hesitated before continuing.
0: He may not wake from it.
1: He blinked and looked away, clenching his jaw hard. No, she breathed before being hit by another round of heart-wrenching sobs. Dr. Berg patted her as he cried. Oh. (laughs) 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 Dr. Berg patted her side as she cried. He didn't know what to say. There was nothing that he could say. And so he chose quiet comfort as she sobbed brokenly. Well, is there any hope at all? Or is this just it?
0: There's always hope, Ashima. I brought him back once. I'm sure I could do it again.
1: He smiled in reassurance before her steel-melting stare made his throat constrict in sudden panic. She didn't know. What do you mean, brought him back once? His eyes widened to match hers.
0: Sir Topham didn't tell you?
1: Tell me what? What do you mean? Her face clenching in anguish again. He sighed.
0: I'm gonna tell you, just as I would want it told to me. No bullshit.
1: He looked at her seriously.
0: When Thomas first came in, there was a second accident. The piece of rail that had impaled him had luckily been cut off and left in place, got bumped in his transfer to the tracks, which nicked his main artery. He started bleeding out. I worked fast to get him hooked with the transfusion, and Dr. Carson even reached in and pinched the tear off. But having to force an entry through the side took too long, and by the time I got the new blood flowing, he had lost too much of his own, and his heart stopped.
1: He heard her gasp, but continued.
0: I had to give him what's called an intracardiac injection.
1: He rubbed his fingertips against his palms and cringed inside. He could still feel the edge of the needle as it popped through that slightly resistant outer layer of tissue, and the scream that it induced filled his entire consciousness as he shuddered slightly. What is an intracardiac injection? She asked hesitantly.
0: Can I be blunt with you? It would make me feel better to swear a little bit. (laughs) I like how in detail he's being. I know. (laughs) Let me tell you how I'd wanted to hear it. So, just mutilated your boyfriend.
1: I know. Go ahead. He nodded.
0: Well, in short, I had to drive a fucking needle the size of my fucking arm into your lover's fucking heart. (laughs) I can't swear this. (coughs) I swear this much.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm allergic. Uh, I know, that's true.
0: he, He just has to say this. Well, in short, I had to drive a fucking needle the size of my fucking arm into your young lover's fucking heart.
1: His expression twisted. And when the damn thing started beating again, with the
0: fucking needle still embedded in it, my god, the scream of sheer agony, I will never forget it.
1: His stomach churned as he relived it, and he physically shivered a little. All she could do was blink and look at him. She had no words, no tears, just stunned silence.
0: That shouldn't have been kept from you.
1: She blinked again and tried to focus her mind. Sir Topham doesn't know about us. "'You're the only one,' she answered, numb from the shock of what she had just heard. He studied her, thinking of how to approach the topic.
0: "'Knowing that, I won't say anything, but things like this have a way of presenting themselves, so I can't make any promises that he won't find out some other way. I do think he should know, though.'
1: Her gaze shifted down. "'It wouldn't be allowed.' He wanted to know if she knew that for certain— but didn't feel he should push the issue just yet.
0: Do you think you're ready to see him now?
1: He asked, redirecting the conversation.
0: Oh, and uh thanks for letting me vent.
1: He smiled and ingested his glasses. Thank you for bringing him back. It's the least that I could do. Besides, I hear it out of Thomas. Well, just yesterday. She smiled wistfully as she shared a memory with Dr. Berg. She found this one particularly amusing because it involved her. What the fuck? That's so weird. Uh, Wouldn't most memories involve you yourself when you remember almost, them? Almost all, I would say. <laughs> That's real weird. Uh.
0: With all the tries to divide us, let's take solace in song to rebuild the detritus.
1: Everything's straight.
0: Nothing, Nothing is, is wrong. wrong. It, uh, real quick, I think we're having a little break between another flashback.
1: Yes. This is a, a flashback in the italics.
0: Dr. Berg has a bad bedside manner too. Uh,
1: yeah, he swears a lot. He
0: swears a lot. Jesus. He just goes into real gruesome detail.
1: <laughs> I know. And, and I becomes mean, he like just a met victim her.
0: about the surgery he's performing. It's my
1: inf- yeah most traumatic thing that ever happened to me. I touched a needle that was as big as my arm. Boy. <laughs>